Howdy howdy party people. Welcome back to another episode of the Growing Pains podcast. I'm your host, Allison. It is so great to be here with you today. Today is an episode like no other. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Today is a different type of episode. Basically, I recorded a few weeks back um, an episode that is like essentially my last episode of living in Pennsylvania and my family home. Never got around to posting it just because I was like moving. Um, but I don't want to trash it because I feel like this is an episode that I will come back to. Basically, I'm going to compile that episode um, of like my last night in Pennsylvania with this episode I'm going to be recording today, which is like how my past and like first two weeks in Boston living out of my family home has been. So it's going to be a little, I don't know what I'm going to title it yet, but like the moving diaries essentially is where we're at. My last few days living at home and my first few weeks of living on my own. Um, so I'm very excited for this. Um, so yeah, this, this next clip you're going to listen to is going to be of, um, just like my time coming to an end in Pennsylvania. If you want to skip the part of me talking about my last few days in Pennsylvania and go straight to where I'm talking about my time in Boston, that's about the 30 minute mark, but let's get into it. Hello party people. (laughs) I am your host Allison. Um, Welcome back to another episode of the Growing Pains podcast. I'm very excited to be back. Um, This is truly an episode just like really living true to the title. Also, let me take my Invisalign out one second. (laughs) I thought I was going to be able to make it work, but once I started thinking that I had my Invisalign in, I couldn't stop. So, here we are. I did get Invisalign. Very exciting. And, um, yeah, this episode might be a deep one, but, like, when when am I not being deep? I feel like I don't really have the capacity to be surface level. I don't even really know what that means, but I am coming on to my final days of living in Pennsylvania, living in my family's house, Um, and it's very weird. (laughs) It feels really damn weird and not real. I feel like I'm dreaming. I feel like I just, it's, I have no way to put it into words. Um, but it's been a really like interesting process because there's so much excitement towards this, but, um, and granted, I'm only going to Boston for the summer, but, like, there's just a part of me that knows, like, I won't be coming back here in living, you know? Like, I will be coming back after Boston to get the rest of my stuff and take it to wherever I really move. I'm not taking all my things to Boston because the place I'm subletting is furnished and I just don't need all my things. Um, so, I'm just taking my things I need for the summer, but wherever I end up moving, um, obviously, I'm going to come after, have to come back to Pennsylvania and then get my stuff and go but there's just a part of me that knows and my therapist even pointed it out on um our last session and she was just like there's something different like there's just a part of you that that knows like it's almost as if you just accepted that you're not it won't be the same and um I think that's why it's been difficult because yeah I'm only going for three months like but I don't know it's just it's very interesting and I really haven't been able to put my finger on this bittersweet feeling that I'm having towards leaving my home um and it sort of was weird to me that I was feeling sad and feeling whatever because this is something I have been waiting for my entire life and it was really interesting because I was talking to my sister the other day and we were just talking about how a lot of the times when, um, well, I was talking about it. She was just kind of sitting there. <laughs> That's how our conversations are. Um, a lot of times I notice when people move out, the first like five years of that maybe or however long or maybe the rest of their life, who knows, is them sort of like doing and rebelling almost and doing fulfilling their inner child's dreams right which is like the point of my life but I think for a lot of people you just kind of have an opportunity to allow yourself to be whoever you want without the pressure of your hometown and your family and a lot of people sort of air quotes rebel 
um, and do that. And some people like tap back into their emo phase. Some people tap into like all sorts of different things. And I said, I was sitting there and thinking like, what am I? I wonder like what that is for me. And I really do think it's just being an adult, which is so crazy. But I didn't really have the space to be a child and have all these phases and like all of these things. I had to be an adult as a child, but I wasn't given the freedom. So I was having to fulfill the role as an adult and parent myself and parent those around me and, you know, do things that children do not do at all. But I wasn't given the freedom. I was still being told what to do by who and not being able to make my own decisions and this, that, and the third while having to fully raise myself. And that was really frustrating. So I think it's really exciting for me to be going on this journey knowing like I'm being the adult and having the freedom now. Because even while like, yes, I'm an adult, I'm 21, but living in my family's home, there's not that freedom um, to be who I want because I'm still just existing. It feels like I'm just existing for them. I'm just trying to get by. Um, and it's really interesting. It's an interesting feeling. Um, but like I said, this is something I've been wanting my whole life, but now as the time is approaching, I'm feeling sad and not that I like don't want to do this because I know, and I just told my friend, like, there is no doubt in my mind this is going to be the best thing I've ever done. There's no doubt in my mind my entire life is going to get astronomically better. But it's so sad for me because um, my, not my whole life, but the last several years of my life when I was like growing up and becoming an adult and sort of getting on my feet so that I could move out one day, um, I was just telling myself the whole time like, when I move out, my family will be good. Like, they'll each be, you know, going to therapy or getting treated for their mental health issues or, um, you know, be more financially stable or just be happy. They'll be good, you know? Sorry, ever so sorry you just heard my messenger notification. But unfortunately, that's not the case with my family, you know? They're not happy. They're not financially stable. They're not doing good. They're just not, you know, they're not in therapy. They're not getting treated for their mental health issues. And I think that was really hard for me to accept that it's not going to be how I pictured it, you know, um, but I can't control that. I could sit here in this house and try my hardest in everything I could ever possibly do to get all of those things accomplished, but there's a solid chance it never would happen. And I cannot control other people, you know? Maybe that's not meant for them, for whatever reason. Um, but I can't base my life off of that. And that's how generational trauma and cycles continue. Because we stay trying to fix it. And some issues just aren't ours to fix. And that was really hard for me to accept. But um, I'm moving through it. And I think it's just one of those things that it's not going to be easy. <laughs> like, it's simply not going to feel good. Um, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be fun. That side of it. But the other side of like so many exciting things are about to happen in my life. I haven't even really sat and sort of thought about what really is about to change in my life. I'm just excited to meet new people. But like I haven't really fully grasped I'm spending the summer like I'm moving out. I have not fully grasped that at all in the slightest bit. So I'm definitely going to sit with myself tonight and think about that. But um, Today, I was just like, you know, feeling down in the dumps. I have been. I, it was just, I don't want to get into too much. There's just been like a lot, not a lot. There's been some sad things happening. I, okay. Basically, I ended up having to get rid of one of my cats. I'm rehoming them. Um, not all of them. I'm keeping my two boys that I rescued. Someone dropped off of my road, but my sweet, sweet girl, Cameron. Um, she was one of the other first ones that I rescued, but I could only take one to Boston and my mom could only keep one in her new house that she's moving to, which is just like so many things are happening. Um, so I was having to rehome a bunch of cats and then Cameron, my sweet girl that I rehomed, who I thought was going to a really good and loving home. The person ended up just taking her to the rescue right as soon as they picked her up. Um, 
which was really heartbreaking for me because it's like my whole goal here was trying to find her a loving home and I thought I was doing that with this person but like I, if I wanted to give her to a rescue I would have so I felt really horrible about myself for like a solid week and I still do when I think about it it really upsets me just because I don't know I have a lot of trauma with animals which sounds so silly but growing up when you don't have a lot when you just have a traumatic childhood we tend to um, emotionally attach ourselves to other things and some people get imaginary friends some people attach to teachers some people I was animals like I found so much emotional support within animals, which sounds so silly, but it's true. You know, dogs, the smallest things down to mice. I would sit outside when I was staying at my mom's house or like just not at my grandparents' house because that's where I felt my safest. I guess we're going to be reflecting on my childhood this episode as I'm about to like really step into adulthood. Anyway, I would sit outside anywhere I lived. I moved around a lot with my mom. Um... And I would, I remember, like, I would just sit next to barns and just wait for hours. And eventually a field mouse would, like, run by you. And I would just pick it up (laughs) and just hold the mouse. Um, And I had rats. I had snakes. Like, every animal I've loved. Because, I don't know, I, I was just like that growing up. I saw, like, such beauty and, like, personality in every single animal. Um... But my mom would, like, get rid of all of them. My f- my first pet that she got rid of that I can remember was my rat. <laughs> Fat Rat was his name. And it sounds so silly, but I promise you, like, rats, they are so special. <laughs> like, I love rats. And it sounds so gross, but really, truly, like, <clears throat> Ratatouille wasn't kidding. He was black and white, and I would wrap his butt in a towel, and he would just sit on my shoulder or we'd like play together he would just lay on my chest and sleep like he was an angel and I remember getting to her house one day and he was gone and that was the first time it happened and I sobbed I did not recover for so long the next time was my very first dog he was a golden retriever shadow I had him for like 11 years came home one day he was gone um next was my dog Aries he was a pit bull mixed with a hound came home one day he was gone like it just happened a lot she surprised me with a dog named Kona she was a dachshund she was very sweet this was in high school um after a kitten I had rescued died and I was distraught for like two weeks um she would like felt bad I guess and wanted to surprise me with this dog and then six months later gets rid of it so it was just like I have a lot of trauma with like letting go of animals so this whole thing with Cameron was really I just felt like a piece of shit because it was on my behalf like I don't know I felt like and this is something I have to work through where I I feel like there's always something more I could do and pretty much as soon as this woman took her I had a really bad gut feeling about it and I just knew like I made the wrong decision but there was no going back at that point so I'm just sort of having to like forgive myself and realize like I'm not a bad person I did not have bad intentions for this and chances are Cameron's going to be just fine like I'm sure the rescue that she went to, she's going to find a great home. She's a beautiful girl. Like, a lot of people want calico cats, so I know she's going to find a good home. But I just feel so sad thinking that she could be scared or whatever. But my therapist told me, like, trying to make me feel better because I talked to my therapist about my animal trauma. (laughs) Sounds so ridiculous. Um, But she was just like, Allison, sometimes in life, in order for good things to come in, we have to let go of some things. And that's very true, but it's just, like, it was hard for me to accept that I had to let go of this cat. And I, once again, it just comes back to me blaming myself and feeling like I could have done more, whatever, whatever, whatever. And to so many people, this is not a big deal, but really, it's just, like, it hurt my feelings a lot. And I felt really bad for a really long time. So, there we are. I still feel bad. Like, I could cry right now thinking about it. <laughs> so, that was hard and weighing on my heart, and it has been for a minute now. And just a couple of other things piling up. And then May is already a really hard month for me. Um, May 31st is when my grandfather died. It's going to be seven years this year. And I feel like I am just now realizing he's dead. And I've said this in a couple of episodes, but it's just like really fucking crazy to have gone seven years without someone and then be like, oh my God, they're dead. Like, it's so weird. But... I just never really had the chance to, like, mourn him. Um, 
the day he died, I remember I was, like, sobbing. I'm really not trying to shit on my family right now, but I love them all. Like, okay, let me stop. I'm not going to say who this was, but I was, like, crying to one of my family members and, like, hugging them. And I just said, like, I just miss him so much. And he had died earlier earlier that day. And they were like, well, how do you miss him? He just died today. And I didn't cry after that. Like, that was the last time I cried about his death for, like, years. Because I was like, how can I miss him? You know what I mean? It was just like, cool, I'll shut the fuck up. My father figure just died, but yep, sure, cool. Um, But moving into, like, I have always felt guilty for, like, sharing things about my family experiences. Because I love my family, even though they've hurt me so badly and traumatized me, quite frankly. But I think it's just because I am a very understanding person and... I realized that they were, they've only hurt me because they were hurting, like, they're humans, you know, they, no one intentionally hurt or traumatized me, that doesn't change the fact that it happened, but I can forgive people a lot easier, because they just did it because they were hurting, nobody ever intentionally hurts people, unless you're, like, psycho, scary person, um, but, yeah, I think it's just all sinking in right now. Like, I'm just doing a lot of reflecting. But today, what really, like, I don't even know how to put it into words. I never knew. So, I've never, like, really connected with songs on a really deep level. Um, like, I, I don't know. So many people just love artists because their music speaks to them, this, that, the third. I do have some songs like that where I'm like, oh, I like this song, like, that line, I really like it. Like, Eventually by Tame Impala. Love that song. But it's never been so, to this extent, and it feels so silly to say it was a Harry Styles song (laughs) because I'm not even a huge Harry Styles fan. I love his music now, um, but I never really listened to him before. I've always liked him, but, like, I was never a fan, if that makes sense. I didn't dislike him ever. But... Today I was listening to his album because I really liked As It Was and his album just came out today and Matilda started playing and holy literal shit, I sobbed. I listened to it on the way home from the gym and I just had it on repeat and I'm going to Google the lyrics right now so I can tell you the lyrics that made me sob, but like I was hyperventilating, sobbing. It was everything I needed to hear from someone in a song and I never knew I needed to hear those things but it was literally everything I've ever needed to hear and it was wild because it came out at such a perfect time when I'm feeling these things that I've just mentioned and basically like I don't know if you haven't listened to it please go listen to it I'm gonna read you some of the lyrics now but it's just one of those songs that I just said thongs I think it's one of those songs that I think everyone can relate to but um, yeah, okay, so the chorus of it is you can let it go, you can throw a party full of everyone you know, and not invite your family because they never showed you love, you don't have to be sorry for leaving and growing up, Christ, and then it goes, Matilda, you talk of the pain like it's all right, but I know that you feel like a piece of you is dead inside, you showed me a power that is strong enough to bring sun to the darkest days, it's none of my business, but it's been on my mind, goes back to the chorus, And then the second part of the second course is you can see the world, follow the seasons, anywhere you go, you don't need a reason because they never showed you love. You don't have to be sorry for doing it on your own. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And then the last course, this one really got me. It says, you can let it go. You can throw a party, blah, blah, blah. And then it says, you can start a family who will always show you love. Ugh. I don't know. It just really made me sob because that was what I needed to hear. Like, literally him saying, you don't have to be sorry for leaving and growing up. Okay, sir, how did you know that I'm leaving and growing up in exactly one week? Like, how did you know this? And how did you know I was struggling so much with it? Blew my mind. I've never, like, I would relate to this song at any point in my life, but the fact that it is right now absolutely knocks my socks off. Are you kidding me? It knocks him right off my feet. I just went from New York. New York. (laughs) Uh, Forget about it. I went from New York to like British. Anyway. Okay. So yeah, that's just where I've been at. Um, Today's May 20th. 
<laughs> I just got a lot on my mind, man. Like, so many happy things, but so many sad things. It's just a lot on my mind. I'm doing okay. I don't want anyone to worry about me. Like, there's nothing to be worried about. I'm genuinely doing well. It's just a lot. That's all. It's a transitional phase, you know? There's a lot of really happy, but, like, May is already a difficult month for me in general with my grandpa and um, just a lot of things. May 26th is one year since I have spoke to my father, which is really cool. <laughs> like, it's weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird feeling, man. I don't know. I just wanted to record this. It may not even make any sense. I just wanted to record it because it's probably going to be the last episode I record before I leave. Um, it's just such a weird feeling knowing my life will never be the same. Which isn't a bad thing. Like, I don't want my life to be like this ever again. But I think there's just something bittersweet about leaving your hometown and knowing... Or, like, leaving... I don't know. Knowing that, like, my weekly or several times a week five-hour stops at my grandmother's house to talk are just not going to be happening, really. Or, like just talking with my family in the kitchen randomly after we all smoked is like you know it's little things or just like being here for my niece that's really hard for me I don't know I think it's just important to remember that with all the good things like it's not all amazing all the time and I'm gonna be sharing the really happy parts about it on social media but there are like some really deep dark shit behind it and I'm working through it, and it's a lot, but it's everything I need, and I'm really fucking excited. Really excited for it. Yeah, I just feel like I'm becoming the person I'm meant to be. Like, with my habits, and I'm getting so many more clients, which is so amazing. I think, I like, once I started applying for jobs, the universe is like, girl, we know you don't want to do that, so here, here's some clients. Um, I'm just really excited. I, I'm once again I said I'm all over the place so this there's not going to be much of a theme here but I have been trying to get back on my TikTok game recently and um I don't know it's been fun I have my main account and then I also have a spam account where it's like I don't want to say it's a comedy account I struggle with this because I try to be like not professional I'm by no means professional on my social medias at least I don't think I do I would say I'm pretty professional within my business but um I don't know I like to think no I'm not gonna water myself down I'm funny as hell (laughs) like I make myself laugh so much and I don't know I'm just a pretty funny person but I never felt comfortable posting like my funny things on my business TikTok because I felt like people wouldn't want to work with me if they saw that but I'm kind of getting over that because it's annoying to have two TikToks so I do have another TikTok account um yeah, I'll tell you guys about it. It's very funny. Like, it's a very... No, I'm not going to say it's very funny. It's a very different side of me is what I meant to say. Like, I feel like I have two personalities. You'd think I'm a Gemini. I don't have two personalities. I just have, like... It's literally just my business side and then the side of me that I'm, like, I'm going to be just completely myself. Um, it's Allison Larusky, but L-A-R-O-O-S-K-I. So, you can follow that if you want there's not many people that listen to this anymore so you can be one of the few but don't give away the secret I don't want anyone to know about it (laughs) just kidding um but anyways sorry good lord I was on TikTok and there's this girl and I I feel god awful I don't know her name for the life of me I only just followed her recently but I did post her on my Instagram story so maybe you saw um but she is like walking dogs now I think she lives in Los Angeles. When I tell you I always get signs about Boston, she wears, like, Boston sweatshirts and shit like that in every damn um, TikTok she makes. I see Boston everywhere in the gym. I look up. The Celtics are playing. I'm like, cool. That's two different things, and I can't think of another example right now. I literally see it everywhere. But anyway, she, like, signed up for that WAG app, I think it's called, and just walks dogs. Like, you get paid for it, but she does it for fun. I'm doing that. I don't care if I need the money or not. Like, you can always use some extra cash, but I'm doing that. One, to get some good walks in, but also to get puppy friends. I can't wait. I literally can't wait. And I have a friend. I'm in this group chat. Um, I was in a Facebook group. Facebook groups are literally everything. That's my secret to life. That's where I get all my clients from, just saying. 
Anywho, um, it's also where I meet a lot of freaking people, but I was in a, um, it's called Betches of Boston. Don't ask me why it's called that. I think because you can't say bitch on Facebook, something like that. But we, there was like 30 of us that created a Instagram group chat. We're all like the same age and we're going to be friends. But there's this one girl who was like, wait, I want to let's like sign up and walk dogs together. So we're going to do that. And I'm excited. Um, yeah, my friend Chase is going to be coming with me which is very exciting. Um, just for like the first like three days, I think we, I leave Wednesday, June 1st and he's staying until Saturday just to help me with the drive there. Because at first I was like, yeah, I can do a six, seven hour drive by myself. But then I was like, but I don't want to (laughs) at all. I really don't want to do that. And I have to drive straight through New York and that kind of stresses me out. I don't really like driving through cities, let alone New York city. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, and that's going to be exciting. He's never been to Boston, so I can't wait to show him around. Can't wait to meet my new roommates. Um, just, like, start my fucking life. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I think that's all I have for right now. I'm, like, running out of things. I'm just really fucking excited. But suddenly, as soon as she... T- I, she... As soon as she talked about it. As soon as I talked about um, the girl who was walking dogs, which is why I said she, because I was referring to her... I got really excited to go to Boston and walk dogs. See what I mean? Like, it's the little things in life. So, anyway, I'm going to go. Um, it's like 8 o'clock on the dot right now. I worked a lot today, and I worked out a lot today. I'm starting to do more cardio. Ugh. I just, not. it's not a, ugh. I'm not doing exercises I don't want to do, but I've just been lifting a lot, and I just gained a lot of muscle under my fat, <laughs> which is so funny, but I'm, like, ready to start like cutting and losing body fat um so cardio is a bit necessary for that and also like I just want to be able to run a mile in a good time you know like I would love to run a half marathon I would love to do that I've always hated running but I want to sort of start to love running so I've been running some literally I never run I'm also asthmatic so like I struggle with catching my breath but um I don't know I sort of have just like been training my mind with doing like so much of the stairmaster, I'm like, oh wait, you can do this. And with getting out of breath, I always hated it because I have this fear of suffocation, and it feels like you're suffocating. Like if I can't catch my breath, it'll send me into an anxiety attack. And also, not being able to catch my breath feels like an anxiety attack. So it's like, sort of, it doesn't feel like an anxiety. Whatever. But I realized like recently, just running on the treadmill, like you only get like you get out of breath, but then you don't get more out of breath. You know what I mean? Like you just kind of stay out of breath. And if you keep like just stick with it. Yeah, it sucks to be out of breath, but it's not that bad. Like just keep going. You'll be fine. And then I give myself like a little break to like catch my breath. And I'm not winded like (sighs) it takes me like maybe 10 seconds to catch my breath, which is so cool. I'm like, okay, bitch, you're getting in shape (laughs) because before I would like curl over crying. Um. I just never was, like, fit in that sense. I've always been muscular, but I've never been, like, good at endurance-related activities. So, that's really exciting. And um, I definitely think walking more in Boston is going to help cut some body fat. Um, Just because I don't, like, I'm not active outside of the gym. uh, Literally because it's depressing here in this household. So, I just kind of, I haven't been laying in bed a lot at all actually recently which is kind of awesome like the past couple of weeks I won't get back in bed until it's bedtime which is kind of crazy for me so that's awesome we're beating depression here we go it's crazy how you can be happy but depressed isn't that weird anyway <laughs> what else did I want to say before I left um oh I'm like finally accepting my body which is kind of cool it's like a work in progress but I have a lot more moments now where I'm like wait this isn't that bad you know like we kind of you're we're we're friends right um it's a work in progress but I think it's necessary that I do that before I lose any weight because yeah I don't know whatever it's not that important and I don't feel like discussing weight any longer because it's not important I don't weigh myself so when I talk about losing weight like it's, I'm talking about losing fat. I, I could not give shit about the number on the scale. I'm just talking about losing body fat. Anyway, I'm going to cut it here. Somehow I rambled on for 28 minutes and four, 15, 16 seconds. So I'm going to go put my Invisalign back in. Relax, chillax, relax, and all cool. Students to be outside of school. Probably going to go smoke a wall. 
Love you. Um, I will see you soon. Maybe next time when I'm in Boston. Who knows? Um, okay. Love you. Take care of yourself. Be gentle. Do something that makes you happy. Love ya. So that's kind of fun, huh? I actually didn't listen back to that episode or that little audio fragment, whatever you want to call it, because this is all one episode, but I've been in Boston. I am in Boston. Hey, from Boston. I've been here for like two and a half weeks now, which is just really crazy. Life is like not really feeling real, um, but it's just like honestly everything I've ever wanted. I have been really just like, it's just crazy how everything works out for you when you finally do what you have been wanting to do your whole life um, and not living for other people anymore or living to, you know, please other people, like really working through people pleasing and just living for yourself is really rewarding and I never really experienced that fully until recently honestly and it's been really 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 crazy um I feel like I'm just like way more calm um because I have sort of the space to be calm it's like my nervous system is like wow we're safe this is fun. I have room to explore myself. I have room to rest. I have room to adventure, to heal, to do whatever the hell I want and not have to respond to anybody. It's really refreshing. And um, also just sort of like proves to myself how badly I needed this. Um I feel like I've talked about this in several past episodes of just like how low energy and unmotivated and I just wanted to stay in bed all day and I didn't want to do anything and I thought that was just me at that point like I was like that's just me like that's who I am now I just like to be in bed um and that's not true I say that as I'm sitting in bed right now but I'll get into that um I was just drained of any ounce of energy I had and I forget who said it to me but I had someone who listens to the podcast sort of message me and be like I would have never known you were struggling like I would have had no idea you were going through what you were going through mentally because it doesn't seem that way like it doesn't seem like you're low energy it doesn't seem like you're depressed what all these things and it's like I feel like for a long time I had to put a mask on and I could never safely show how I was feeling. So I got very good at not doing that, even if it was unintentional and subconscious. No one knew how I was feeling. Um, Even when I was saying how I was feeling, it was like sort of watered down because I could never really say how bad it was. But being on the other side, I can tell you it was really, really bad, <laughs> and I'm just so grateful to be out of that, um, yeah, and just, like, have the freedom, so, basically, I have been in Boston for two and a half weeks now, um, I drove to Boston by myself on June 1st, and I feel like my life is just finally starting, um, I haven't been doing anything crazy, really. Like, I went out to brunch with a group of girls that I met. I went to a comedy show. Um, I, like, don't really know many people in Boston yet, so I'm still working on making friends. But also, like, I don't feel the need to be incredibly social, which is so interesting because I felt that's what I wanted in Boston. I feel like I'm just taking this time to come into myself almost. Um, and obviously, like, I had a moment today where I was like, I'm kind of lonely, but I hung out with my client the other day, who's one of my really good friends, and I'm going to a concert on Wednesday, like, I'm doing more than I have ever at my hometown, so I feel like I'm just, like, weaning myself into having a social life, because it's still, like, a lot for me at times, but I'm having a lot of fun. I'm also working a lot more than I was, like, literally as soon as I got here, 
the money I'm making like tripled, which is fucking crazy. Um, and just like my happiness in general. Um, everything that I've sort of been wanting fell into place as soon as I got here. Like I had been mentioning a lot about like my weight and my health and things like that. And I was going to the gym for like three months straight and I literally didn't see any change in my body. And I moved to Boston and I've actually not been going to the gym. Like I go maybe twice a week now. I'm honestly about to cancel my membership now because I don't want to go to the gym. I've just been walking every day and I've lost, I don't want to say I've lost weight because I don't have a scale, but I'm seeing a lot of changes in my body. Um, and just like things I've been manifesting, like are really falling into place. And I had a moment the other day where it hit me of like, what am I even manifesting now? Because everything I was manifesting had sort of come into place. You know, I was experiencing it. I am experiencing it. So I had a moment a couple of nights ago where I just sat and I smoked some weed, which was really fun, in my room. And it's legal in Boston. And um, I journaled like five pages. First, I started with like thanking the universe for what I have and being so grateful for what is in my life now and what's not in my life. And then I was just like, okay, what's next? And I had an interesting relationship with that at first because I was like, I don't want to like, I don't know the way I was raised. It was like, don't ask for more. Like you can just be happy with what you have. Um, settle with what you get. Don't expect more. And obviously to some extent I do agree with that of like be happy with what you have now but still want more don't settle know that more is always possible for you so I had a moment of just asking the universe like what's next and then asking myself like what do I want next and then I really got specific and manifested and journaled but speaking of what's next I am really looking forward to my next journey I feel like Whenever I was talking to people about why I wanted to come to Boston, I never really had an answer. And even my therapist was like, Allison, why Boston? Like, I need you to figure out why Boston. <laughs> and I couldn't until I got here. It feels safe to me. Boston is just safe. Like, I know I don't want to be here long term. I know I don't even want to be pa here past the summer. I love it here. It feels like home. Um, it just feels so safe so welcoming and it's literally the perfect spot for me to start my life like yes I'm only here for three months but I have roommates I have a rent to pay I you know what I mean like I am adulting and um my location is so perfect I'm like not far from the city I just go to the train station right by me and I'm, I'll be in the city in 10 minutes um, but also I'm a five minute walk from like this beautiful nature preserve where I go on my hikes every day and it's exactly the balance that I need of like nature, city, people, no people, like things like that. Opportunities are endless here. I can really have whatever I want here and it's really magical and it's really holding me in the way that I need to be held right now. Um, and I'm just really happy right now. It doesn't sound like I'm that happy, honestly, like yesterday and today were pretty difficult days for me and I didn't want this episode to be about that and it's not going to be entirely but I will just mention it because this is my, like an open space but um I don't know if I've talked I think I have honestly I don't even know what I talk about on this fucking podcast <laughs> about my sister much but um her and I have an interesting relationship basically she is 32 she has an 11 year old daughter but has only been in her daughter's life for the past like three and a half years um, and she's just not really a nice lady. She's very mean. Um, she's got her own shit to work through and she just chooses not to work through it and takes it out on everyone around her, including her daughter, which is one of the reasons I was really excited to move out because it was just too much to be around anymore. Um, but yesterday I found out she is pregnant <laughs> and a lot of people like, someone's playing music outside um I don't know I feel silly for feeling so down in the dumps about it I talked to three of my friends yesterday about it and none of them like I don't know I just I don't even know how to explain it I've just been feeling down in the dumps and I was hoping to like find some comfort in some of my friends but they just didn't get it I guess 
some of them didn't take it very seriously. All of them ended up, like, ending our call very early because they had something going on in their life, which is, like, I'm not mad at them for it. It was just, like, a sign, I guess, that this is something I have to work through on my own. But it did kind of hurt. Like, this is, like, a really shitty thing that's happening in my life, which is crazy to say that about a pregnancy. But if you knew my sister in the situation, it's just, like, she should most definitely not be pregnant right now. But she is. Um, so I've been, like, really navigating through my feelings, but it's really beautiful to have such a space where I can actually, like, this is the first time in my life I've been able to acknowledge my feelings, and I think that's part of the, like, journey of me being here is, like, I don't have to be happy all the time. I'm an adult, I'm a human, and there are gonna be things that really upset me, and this is one of those, but this is genuinely the first time in my life that I've been able to recognize I'm sad and not just try to push through it. So I've been just, like, taking it easy. Honestly, it's, like, 3.30 today, and I've pretty much been, like, in bed all day. (laughs) I really haven't. I have not stepped outside. Well, I went on my patio and journaled this morning and had my smoothie and things like that. But I don't even know if I'm going to go on my walk today. I was like, if you want to, you can. But if not, you're allowed to stay in bed all day. I'm giving myself today to do that. Maybe even tomorrow, the weekend. But... It's really cool to be somewhere and just have space to feel and to cope with your feelings. I don't even like the word cope, but to move through them in a way that feels good for you. And sometimes that's screaming. Sometimes it's journaling. Sometimes it's laying in your bed and just like having a comfy, cozy day. Um... And it's been really cool to explore how I enjoy feeling my feelings because I've, once again, never had that opportunity to feel them or express them or even acknowledge them. So it's been interesting. Thank God I have therapy on Tuesday. Sorry, I had to burp and I'm not even cutting that out. Um, I haven't had therapy since the Tuesday, since May 31st, the day before I left. Um, and my therapist has been out of the country, so we haven't really been in cohorts of talking but I'm really excited to talk to her because I've learned so much in the past two and a half weeks of just like who I am and what I like and what I don't like and what I want to do but I've been thinking about what I want to do next with my life where I want to go next because like I said I know I don't want to stay in Boston I love this city so much and I love the people here but I don't want to do the winter and it's like Okay, it could be it could be cold, and I could deal with the winter if it wasn't so expensive, but it's like, babe, you gotta choose one or the other. Like, if you're gonna be this expensive to live in, you better be nice as hell all year round, but if you're gonna be this cold, you better give me a discount. I'm not trying to pay over $1,000 to live in a four-bedroom house with someone, you know what I mean? Like, that's ridiculous, but I'm really happy to be here right now. Like, I was telling someone there's nowhere else I'm supposed to be in this moment, like, this, I have to be here in this time of my life I'm so aware of that but in September I am going to Europe and I usually don't put out what I'm doing before I do it but I am this time because I'm so confident that's what I'm doing I was like maybe I'll go to Florida like maybe I'll get my own apartment for a year and just chill out but it's like why would I do that I know I don't want to settle down in the states like I know I don't want to live here so why am I living here um There's just a lot of nerves with going to Europe than, like, differently than Mexico because, it like, Mexico is, I know it. It's, like, familiar to me. Um, Europe is so unfamiliar. Also, I think I can communicate in Mexico. I don't know Italian. I don't know German. I don't know, like, French. You know what I mean? Um, I, I can get my way through Spain, but there's just a lot of unknowns. It's unknown. It's uncomfortable. But um, I'm really excited to push myself through that comfort zone. So that's one thing I've realized. I've just made a lot of realizations about my career, too. Just, like, things are so much more clear to me now. I think that's why I needed to come here is just, like, have the space to get clarity. um, And, like, figure out how to be a fucking human being. Um, I think... I just didn't know how to be a human. (laughs) Like, I didn't know how to exist as a healthy person. Um, and take care of myself. I think I was just doing a lot of extremes, like, 
the last few months I was there, I was going to the gym for two hours every single day, seven days a week, and I didn't see a single change in my body, which is so evident to me of, like, I... A majority of the weight I was holding on to was emotional, no doubt about it, because I've lost it all literally just through walking. Not all of it, but, like, we're really getting there. This is the first time in my life where I've lost weight, and I'm, like, I feel my body changing. It's crazy. Um, What was I even saying? But, yeah, I was just going to the gym for two hours every day for, like, an escape because I couldn't cope mentally anymore. I was so burnt out from living there, and... um. I would just go on extremes of, like, really only taking care of my body and ignoring my mental, like, emotional and spiritual health or doing, like, I would do one at one time, you know what I mean? So, at one phase of my life, I was really taking care of my spiritual health, but nothing else. So, it feels really, it's an adjustment for sure to be taking care of all of it, and I feel like I've been here two and a half weeks. I'm finally starting to feel settled in, and, like, I'm not just here on vacation, but... I can find home anywhere I am is something I'm learning. I don't really need anybody, which I've known for a long time, but it's just like I've done all of this on my own, and it's crazy. It's just like really instilling even deeper trust in myself, but also like I'm so ready for partnership in terms of friendships, romantic relationships, all of it. Like I'm just so open to it, and my heart is finally open, like my views on myself have changed so much since leaving a household that was constantly putting me down which is like not a surprise but it's just like I couldn't even begin to grasp the change that I was about to experience when I recorded this first part of this episode and I just want to give that version of me a hug I just want to hug every version of me because genuinely this is what I've always wanted like truthfully and it just feels so good to like revel in that and I think that's part of the reason why also I'm just like resting because there's so much like happening in my brain and my nervous system that I'm like wow I'm feeling every emotion possible right now which is also crazy because I went from not feeling a single emotion ever not even like happiness I couldn't even fully feel anything I was so numb and that's another thing that I'm experiencing is like learning how to not be numb and learning how to be present I felt like for the first honestly even still now I'm like really working through being present because I've just like floated through my life and dissociated through my life um to like survive um but I don't want to dissociate anymore I don't want to be in the air anymore I want to be present in my body because for the first time in my life I love what's happening in my life, and I want to be present for it, so that's another interesting thing, but it's all a work in progress, like, I'm doing practices every day, every day that really ground me at the present moment, even just my walks, you know, I just, like, put my phone down, like, this morning after I journaled, I just sat on my, my patio and just, like, looked around for a while and just sat in the sun and it's just I feel like I'm a toddler like I literally feel like I'm a toddler experiencing the world for the first time it's really crazy it's really crazy but yeah my first couple of weeks in Boston have been really amazing truly amazing I've met really awesome people I've had so much fun um literally the second night I was here I went to a comedy show for a YouTuber I've watched for years Noel Miller he's friends with Cody Co they have a podcast together but that was really amazing and like such a good welcome to Boston this coming Wednesday I'm going to a Wallows concert they're my favorite band um I've been walking dogs which is really fun I've been like my walks are literally one of my favorite parts of my day just like what I'm eating feels f- fucking good to me. It's so yummy too. I've recently developed an obsession with acai bowls. So I have my smoothie in the morning. I have my lunch. I like have not been hungry for dinner at all recently. And I'm really working with intuitive eating. So if I'm not hungry, I'm not going to force myself to eat, you know? And I get a lot of nutrients in in the meals that I do eat. So I'm like, maybe my body doesn't want this. So then I just have like my acai bowl as a snack. It's so with an apple on top, some granola. It's really good. What else can I talk about? Yeah, I mean, honestly, just been living. 
<laughs> it's like such a simple life that I'm living right now, but it's truthfully like magnificent to me. I don't I don't know what I expected coming here if I thought I was going to be out clubbing and like meeting a million people a day and and like developing all these new hobbies, but it's like I don't want to do that right now. Like I literally just want to peacefully exist. And that is such a huge accomplishment for me that I can do that. My therapist kept asking me, like, why Boston, Allison? What's in Boston? What is your goal when you get there? And I never knew the answer to that. I was like, meet new people, do this, do that, do that, blah, blah, blah. But, like, when I talk to her on Tuesday, it's literally just going to be, like, to peacefully live my life. And why Boston? Because I think it's the first city I came to (laughs) alone. It was the first place to travel alone. And it instantly felt safe to me. So that's why I chose it. Like, I don't know. I think also, and maybe this is me just, like, not knowing what she wants me to get at yet. But also there's a chance she just doesn't understand me as a person. I don't need a reason to do things (laughs) or to go places. So that's interesting. But I'm planning my Europe trip. Um, and I'm fully inviting anyone who, not anyone, like, obviously, I have to make sure we will travel well together, because I have traveled with someone who we did not travel well together, and that is another story for a different day. If you want me to talk about it, let me know, because, whew, that was rough, but, um, if I think we would travel well together, um, I would love to have friends come visit me in Europe and, like, do a little leg of the trip with me. I could be there anywhere from three months to three years, so who really knows? But I have a friend who's really wanting to move to London, and she said she wants to move in December. She's not set or positive or anything. I just kind of threw the idea at her of, like, I know you've been wanting to move to London, and I'm going to Europe in September. I would love to meet you in London and just, like, get an apartment for a few months or a year or however long. I would love to do that. And she was like, wait, I'd love to do that. She doesn't know if she can make it work yet, but I'm hoping... I'm hoping it can if it's meant to be, and if not, I'll just travel Europe. What's the worst that can happen? Have fun. Um, So yeah, that's my plan, but if you want to go to Europe for like a week, let me know. We can can meet up, but I think I'm going to end this here. I just want to like literally lay down. I might go on a walk. I don't know yet, but either way, I love you. This is, like, the beginning of my life. I can't wait to see what this podcast turns into, and I can't wait to have this for the rest of my life that I can look back on. I might cut my own hair today. (laughs) That hasn't changed. Um, Speaking of cutting my hair, I cut 14 inches off my hair. You should go check it out on my Instagram. That's another thing I'm nervous to talk to my therapist about. She's going to open our FaceTime call and be like, Allison. (laughs) Like, yes, Jen, I cut all of my hair off and moved several states away within 24 hours. What's the problem? I just needed it off of my head, like, I needed to be a new woman, I needed to release all that energy, all of it, babe, I needed to get rid of it, so that's what I did, but I think I'm gonna go for a walk into my favorite place ever, take a book, and read, it might rain though, so actually I'll check the weather, but anyways, I love ya, it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day, and I hope you do that. (laughs) I'll talk to you later, friends. Love ya. Take care of yourself.